Hi, Hunters. Thank you for tuning into the Flushem and Dustin podcast brought to you by Nick and Tyler, the boys from Ringnecks and Retrievers. In this podcast, we will talk about guns, dogs, gear, and our successes and failures in the field through our combined 40 years of experience. We speak with hunters just like you from across the nation about their days in the field and the many memories they built with their friends and family. We are excited to have you listen. Now let's get to Flushing and Dustin. Hey guys, Nick and Tyler here from Ringnecks and Retrievers with Flushman Dustin Podcast tonight. Today we're going to be talking about our field loadout. Uh, so pretty exciting stuff. But first, we wanted to give a little shout out. We had some exciting news come across uh, in the last couple of weeks. We got our first sponsor, oh. CrossFit Three Two Seven, out of Pleasant Hill, Iowa. Uh, Brad, Brad, Brandy, and Brian are the owners of this gym. And they can support you with all your nutrition needs. Uh, I go there. Tyler gets his workouts from there. Uh, top-notch gym guys. Head out there and check it out. Uh, maybe we can grab a workout together. Second, we actually got another sponsor. So Homeworks Construction up in Guttenberg, Iowa. Chris does everything from building your home to remodeling to anything you can think of. Give them a call at uh, 563-590-2829. Right, All right, go. let's get into it. Let's get into it, guys. So, yeah, we've had some exciting things come our way uh, recently. Um, and today we've been getting a lot of questions about field loadout. Yeah. So I'm going to kick it off by giving Tyler the uh, the go on this one. Tyler, when you're getting prepared, head to the field. Yep. And let's just stick with clothes for, for right okay. now. What, what, and let's stick with bottom half. How about that? Bottom we'll half. Work our way up. Yep. Bottom half. What are your essentials going off, starting from your feet? Let's start yep. at your socks, Stephen. What, are you uh, wearing wool socks? Are you wearing ankle socks? What the hell are you doing? Yep. So, like I said, I start uh, – I actually have, like, a tote that I keep my specific pheasant hunting gear in. I have one tote for um, kind of an early season, and then I have a late season. That's kind of the more bulky stuff to wear. Uh, for the shoes uh, that I like – I'm actually going to get a new pair of Irish setters okay. here. Um, I'm going to get for early season. Uh, I'm going to go with the wing shooter version. They have a seven inch uh, height on them. So I think that's going to be pretty good for early season. Yep. You know, probably not going to be much snow out there. Um, hopefully I don't have to cross too many creeks. They are waterproof, but they're only seven inches high. So, you know, you got to be careful with that. Yeah. Um, but for late season, depending on – these wing shooters might be warm because they're leather, you know, and I wear leather boots at work, duty boots, and I rarely have to wear wool socks because they're pretty warm. Yep. Um, but for late season, uh, Iris Sitter also has a elk tracker shoe, um, which is their insulated hunting shoe model, um, and it's also a nine-inch height. So okay. a lot better for – uh, you know, if you got snow on the ground, oh yeah, for sure. Through wetlands, you know, things like that. Uh, so those are the shoes that I uh, load out with for the socks. Uh, I use just my regular. Well, when I work out, actually, I, I wear taller socks just to keep my shins um, from getting all banged up. But I use those because they um, wick away the sweat. Uh, it's they're actually I just get them at Walmart. They're uh, and one. Um, oh, yeah. brand. pretty cheap but they do really well at wicking away sweat uh, so that's the the sock that I use um, 
and I don't use long underwear a ton. If I do use long underwear, I usually have the Under Armour 2.0, the base okay. 2.0, and I also have the 3.0, which the 3.0 I, I really only bust out when it's like the late season long tail hunts, you know, yeah. you kind of like late December, or January when it's maybe 10 degrees out. But the reason I don't, and probably the reason I'm guessing Nick is probably the same is because we both have those Orvis chaps and we can spend a little bit of time on those guys. Those yeah. chaps. I had a pair of, they don't chap your ass. That's for sure. That's right. <laughs> you <not> have ass. <laughs> but those things are, man, those things are freaking awesome. They, uh, they're windproof, waterproof. Uh, they're super comfortable. I mean, the one thing is, is you can wear whatever pair of pants you want underneath it. If you guys want to wear dress pants, if you're like that, you can, but you know, any pair of blue jeans that you want under it, if you're wearing tactical pants under it, you know, it's yeah, guys, just, if you want to go from field to wedding, you can keep that yep, suit on the whole right. time. And it keeps them dry. <laughs> and people won't even notice. Just have to change your shoes and your shirt probably. But, um, so the Orvis chaps, those things, they're, they're nicer. They run in what, about a hundred and hundred and ten. Yeah, like 120. Like I think we got them 120 or so, 110 off of Amazon. Uh, and they come yeah. in large, medium. I think yeah, so small. Tyler is a couple inches taller than me. And I believe yep. you got the Orvis large, large and yep. I got the, the Orvis medium and the medium yeah. fits me perfect. Like it's right at the heel of my boot. It's not yep. dragging on the ground. If I would have got the large, uh, they would have been touching the ground. That would have irritated yeah. the hell out of me. And so the, and they also have a three quarter zip on the bottom of them that go about halfway up your calf. So it's yep. super easy to slip on and off over your boots, which is nice for after a hunt. Uh, you can take them off quick. If you're going to walk into a bar or something to grab a beer or go somewhere to eat, you know, or even in the morning, I don't put mine on before I get to the field. No, we wait till we get to the field and then we, we, we yeah. dress it up. Cause it's comfortable, you know, just to ride in the truck without them on. Yep. Throw them on quick. So then, I, I, I do things, uh, uh, you know, just a little bit different than Tyler does, but we're, we're 90% the same, I would say. Yeah. So, you know, for my socks, uh, my feet uh, on my whole body, my feet are the thing that always get the coldest. Uh, so even when it's warm out, I still wear my hunting boots, but usually I just wear a real light sock. Um, and when it's real cold out, I'll actually wear an ankle sock in and then put like a, this longer socks, like you were talking about that come up shin height. So my boot doesn't rub on my calf. Um, I'll do that. And then actually here, uh, I actually did bring my boots. I do have Irish setters here. Um, and these are called Irish setter hunts. Nice. So these, I've had these for about five years now. This year, I am due for a new pair, uh, but I'm still going to keep these around because, uh, I mean, they hold up super well. They're 100% waterproof. I st- can stand in a crick with these babies. Yep. Um, they've been to South Dakota, what, two times now. Yep. Uh, they'll go again this year with us. Uh, super good boots. So I'll be getting another pair of Irish setters, the best boot I've ever owned. Yeah. Um, and then for yeah. my pants, you know, I know Tyler said that if he needed to, he'd wear the Under Armour. I actually do a little bit different there. I actually buy a bigger pair of um, jeans, and then I actually wear sweatpants underneath. Oh, nice! I don't know. I just have always done that uh, since I was young. It's it's a little bit cheaper than the Under Armour. If you know the Under Armour could be eighty bucks, you know I think I got a pair of sweatpants at Walmart for ten dollars. 
throw them babies underneath my <laughs> underneath my yeah, jeans. And Nick's already in the lounge after the. Yeah, I'm ready to lounge, man. I, He's like, I'm I'm good, uh, let's go hit the recliner yeah, and call I'm, it good. I'm, I'm good to go. But going back to Orvis now, so last year we were in South Dakota. It was 15 degrees out. I did not put sweatpants under my jeans, and I just wore my Orvis uh, chaps over top, yeah. and I did not get cold the whole time. 15 degrees, walking around, not cold. Yeah. Not at all. It I held all. They're freaking it, awesome. Yeah, it held all my heat in from my legs. Um, you know, maybe you need to wear some, you know, thicker underwear or something because it doesn't yeah. cover your doesn't cover the old mid range there. But yeah. <laughs> don't want that. Every, every, everybody's used to a little shrinkage, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like I said, those are some key things that you want to make sure. You know, the good thing is these kind of things are items that you usually have on your body. Obviously if you have chaps, you want to make sure you don't forget those when you pack out. Uh, I know some people use those hunting pants, the ones that are uplands. And I'm just, I am not a fan of those. I wore those when I was younger. And, you know, if you go out in the morning and it's uh, South Dakota is a little different because you can't start till 10 o'clock, you know, so the dude's kind of off the, off the, the grass and whatnot but here in iowa you start out in the morning or if you had a fresh snow and you wear those your legs are going to get wet they yep. they say they're waterproof but i've never had a good pair you know i've um i still got a couple pairs of them yeah actually i like to i like to wear them when i deer hunt honestly guys um yeah, it keeps really the out yeah it, it keeps those out and it really protects against uh, the rose bushes if you're going through those um obviously i don't think the orvis chaps would go against uh rose bushes they just they rip the shit out of everything but they're really good for that and i do take uh, a pair of those out to south dakota when i go um safety precaution backup pair of pants you never know what can happen guys always just be over prepared yeah and i have i have a different pair of chaps um drawing a blank on the name yeah we're not talking about your motorcycle chaps (laughs) no the assless ones uh but these ones, I got them from Shields. Uh, they're the full-on leather. I want to say Wilson is the brand, but I, I don't believe that's correct. Um, but you can pick them up at Shields. They're more expensive. They're like 170 bucks for the pair. Um, and would you say Orvis, have... is, Orvis is better than those, you think? I think – For the price? For the price, 100% Orvis is the way to go. Um, like I said, last year was our first year with Orvis, and they lasted all season. Um, and we went through some thick brush. Um, They're good to go this year too. They're ready to roll. Give it a couple years. I want to see, but the other pair that I have is the full on leather. Like you got to use the wax and everything to make them waterproof. Uh, and I had those for God, since I was probably 17, 18, um, maybe a little older than that. So for at least 10 years now, um, and they've, lasted the bottom part where my where my uh where the heel is on my boot is kind of getting a little stringy um but they they keep me dry uh they're just they're just not as comfortable they they don't let you move around as much um they also don't have the zipper to get them over your boots so you have to actually put them on then put your boots on yep um so orvis is definitely something if you guys are looking for a new piece of gear for this upcoming season definitely look into those they are very nice. Yep. Um, you know, guys, and, and back to, to the beginning uh, when Tyler said he was carrying stuff, you know, we get totes. They're, they're $7, yep. I believe, $8 at Walmart. 
and both Tyler and I keep all of our hunting gear that we're taking on the trip in one yes. tote. Everything's right there. All our extra gear, all the stuff that we know we're going to use, all the stuff that we don't think we're going to use is in that one tote. And I'll tell you what, when you forget something, that's the day that you're going to need it. Because we were out in South Dakota last year, and it was wetter than Sam Hell out there. If anybody was out there last year, you guys can attest to it. And we went through a spot, and lo and behold, I forget my stinking socks, an extra pair of socks. I didn't have them in my tote, and my feet were absolutely soaked. After but who didn't forget his socks? That's right. Nick still had his. <laughs> so, so, so he still had a pair. Tote, he still had a pair of socks. Yes, that's why that tote is a huge thing. You can load it up before season starts, the night before your hunt. You can look through it, make sure you're not missing anything. And, you know, it's it's definitely a great $7 purchase. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. It's very worth it. And so, Nick, what's, what's something that you, you know, we spoke a lot about the bottom. I think we kind of covered that pretty well. What's, what's your top look like? So, you know, if I'm starting, when I'm going out hunting, you know, I always wear my Under Armour uh what is it my heat gear keeps me nice and warm and i always start off with that and i start wearing cold that gear. right away. is it cold gear cold yeah. gear yeah wear my cold gear uh keep me warm uh and then i usually put a t-shirt over that yeah. and then on top of that i put a uh usually a, a little lighter sweatshirt and then tyler testis i never wear a jacket uh, yeah. some kind of i kind of just buy these heavier sweatshirts and then when it's really cold out i put a third sweatshirt over top of that so literally i just have sweatshirt on top of sweatshirt i feel like it gives me better mobility yeah. um and then um on top of that i put and right now um i have this vest uh but we'll be switching to a hunt ready vest tyler already has one but i use this uh and i like this vest because it gives me a little extra protection but it's a game hide vest i believe i got it at tyson's it's like 60 bucks uh little i would say it's a little bit more of the expensive vest uh in tyson's that is but uh you know i know the hunt ready vest is is very versatile but that's kind of my upper body um and i wear that like all year long it'd be zero degrees out be negative 10 and i wear just sweatshirts i do however carry a carhartt jacket with me uh at all times just in case for whatever reason i can't handle the cold that carhartt jacket is you know that that'll handle anything yeah and you know there's not really a good and i haven't found it so you know if anybody out there listening if you guys have found a good upland jacket yeah that is like lightweight allows you to move freely you know if you got something out there drop a comment below send us a message we'd love to see what you guys have because like nick said with wearing the sweatshirt and stuff, you just you feel more free. You can swing your gun better. You don't feel like you're just all bulky. Yep. You know, and it's hard to move with. And the up that, that car that Carhartt jacket is so big. It is. Yeah. Like, and it's hard to. And it's like stiff. I've had it for years, and it's still yeah. just like stiff. Where I feel like my sweatshirts. If I like, if I put it, I put like if I was hunting, I'd put another sweatshirt over this if it was cold out. That's yeah. all I wear. I yeah. just wear that. You know, and and I kind of do the similar thing i have my um i use the base layer under armor uh just it's the most comfortable i also have it for work so i have a lot of different ones um and then i actually wear a my favorite sweatshirt to wear is they have carhartt has a weatherproof sweatshirt that 
it's not rainproof, but it's water resistant. Um, and it's actually like helps, it stands up to the briars pretty decent and it's very soft on the inside, which is, which I, which I like, I, I like the feel of it. I'm gonna have to look into that. Yeah. And I just found one last year and I started wearing it and then I bought a couple of them cause they're just, they're super comfortable. Um, and then I actually wear a, I think they're called neck gaiters. Yeah. Uh, I like just having especially on windy days or colder days, I like having something around my neck. Uh, that way I can also, if it's super windy or cold, I can pull it up um, over my nose, like halfway on my face. Um, and it helps keep your face warm or it helps not get your lips yep. cap, uh quicker. So, you know, Pheasants Forever has a couple of them on their site. You can go, I mean, it's kind of just like a handkerchief sewn in a circle and then you yeah. just slide it over your head. It's a stretchy material, you know, and they, they make insulated ones. I don't get it insulated. Um, one, I've never experienced that much cold where I've felt like I needed it. Yeah. And I, and I kind of do, I have something similar. I'm not sure of the proper name and I didn't look it up. I apologize. But the Under Armour head thing where you can oh, actually pull yeah, it yeah. all the way. Yeah. Uh, I'll wear that around. Uh, and usually I don't put it over my head, but I'll, I'll put that around my neck. So that's something similar that you can wear yeah. as well. Yeah. I just, like I said, I just like having that, that gator around my neck. It's just like if I don't like brush touching it, I don't know. It's just something weird. I don't like people touching my neck. So. Unless it's Haley. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, what do you, what do you use for gloves? So uh, right here, I have these uh, hot shots. These gloves, I'm sorry, I thought I was showing them to you guys. These hot shots here. And so, you know, they're not real insulated. They're just enough. But I like about them, they're kind of, they're snug on my hand, as you can see. And yeah. it's, really, it's real easy for me to hold my gun. I got good grip in the middle. Um, good trigger fingers. I don't feel like my gloves are getting caught anywhere. Um, yeah. You know, my hands will get colder once in a while holding my gun if it's real cold out. I think the key is for me, I just, once I keep moving, I'm fine. Or yep. if I have to, you know, I just, I'll put my fist in a in, in the glove in a ball for a little bit and shake it up and get yeah. it warmed up and then put my fingers back in. But I'll wear this in all types of weather, uh, you know, so it doesn't matter how cold it is out. These are, these are my gloves. This is what yep. I wear. Um, I love them just because of the functionality of them. Uh, the ease, I mean, I can easily grab this cup and I'm not struggling to hold it. Uh, I can yep. pick up my phone. I'm not struggling to hold my phone. I can turn it on. So, um, yeah, I think it's a great glove. I got them at a Mills. Oh, nice. Mills, yep. Mills, uh, fleet farm. And you don't see too many of those fleet farms around. They're actually starting to pop up though. Yeah. has a fleet farm now. Yep. And, uh, Ankeny, Des Moines. Yeah. That's, uh, that's where I get mine from. I think last year I bought two pairs of these gloves cause I like them so well. And once one sweated up from the day before hunting. Yeah. I got a fresh one to go, or if I get them wet, you know, I can just switch them out right away. Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I've, I've never found like a pair of gloves that I absolutely like. My hands, like Nick was saying earlier, his feet, his feet get cold. My hands, like, I don't know if I don't get any blood circulation to them or something, but they are always cold. Um, but I, I've seen people post in some of the pheasant hunting um sites that we follow about the mechanics insulated gloves um and a lot of people have commented that they would wear those and no matter how cold it gets 
that those mechanics insulated gloves are supposed to be good. So I'm going to try out um, those in, those for insulated gloves. And I actually, for a non-insulated glove, I really do like the mechanics um, glove on days where I don't need an insulated glove. Yep. Because it's, <clears throat> you can feel the gun. Um, they do have, I don't know if they have the touch screen capability. I can't remember. They do that on yeah, your phone. Mine, doesn't, mine does not have the touchscreen capability, but yeah. I can click. It, the fingers are easy enough where I can click a button yep. to see if I have a missed call or yeah. you know, whatever like, the case may be. The thing I like about the mechanics is like the dexterity for if you're reaching for your collar, um, you can find the button on your collar. Yep. Easy. You can actually feel it, you know, which is a big thing to make sure you're hitting whatever you need, you know, for your dog. So the mechanics love, uh, if anybody has any experience with those, we'd love to hear, hear that. I know I'm looking yeah. forward to trying them out this year. Um, the otherwise I've, I've just go to shields and kind of pick up, um, whatever brand they had. I think they have a game hide down there as well. Um, and so that's kind of what I've used in the past years, but my hands, like if it's below 32 degrees, I don't know what it is, but they just, they just get cold and I, can't figure out how to warm up. Maybe that's why I miss so many birds. I'm going to leave it at that. My hands are frozen. <laughs> that's probably the reason. That's probably why I do too. My feet are so cold, I can't stand up straight. Yeah. But it's always important. You know, we set in the socks, bringing a couple pairs of socks with you, always packing a couple gloves. Yep. Um, I know Nick talked about the vest. And something that I haven't done in the past that I'm going to start doing, uh, especially now with my new Hunt Ready vest, due to how versatile it is and what I can carry out with it is I'm going to actually carry a, a spare set of gloves with me and I'll probably actually carry a spare set of socks to the field with me because there's nothing worse than being a mile, mile and a half away from the truck and your feet get wet or your hands are wet and you can't get them warm and you yeah. got to make it all the way back. Yeah, you're screwed. And, and you're screwed it's man. horrible. So that's one thing I like about the hunt ready um, vest is actually got a couple pouches for it to where I can carry that extra personal gear. Yep. Um, and so those, that's, that's one of the main reasons I went with that vest. I know there's other uh, vests out there, but this one I could personalize to fit exactly what I needed. Uh, and I feel like those extra pouches are going to allow me to carry the gear that I've been missing, um, you know, in the past. Yeah, you know, I'm I, I'm surprised with, uh, you know, seeing your vest and uh, and things of that nature. And I haven't physically got to touch it, but uh, Tyler showed it to me virtually. And yeah, man, the amount of gear that you could actually put in that water bottles for your dogs, yeah. both dogs, or even more than that, um, water bottle for yourself. Uh, there's places for a full box of shells you can put two yep. full boxes of shells i mean it's it's very versatile or mine i just got the you know i just got the pack in the back to haul the birds and two pockets up front that's all i got yeah so you know i'm i'm kind of limited there yeah and if, if you're going out for you know a quick you know let's say you just got a morning to do a couple hour hunt you know the vest is you don't need all that gear yeah you know it's yep. you're not going to be out there you know like when we take our our trips we do four days of, I mean, we might take what we do. Our break is basically between fields and then yep. 
sometimes we'll do like a, a nice hour break or something in the afternoon. Right before um, golden hour. Yeah, just to give the dogs a break yep. and then hit up golden hour, you know. So it's important to have, you know, that tote with the extra gear in it for the event that one, you know, your socks get wet, your gloves get wet, or, you know, what if your your chaps rip or, you know, what if your shoestring breaks on your shoe, you know, you want to make sure you have an extra set of shoestrings with you. That's like, <laughs> God, you imagine having to walk around with untied shoes. Oh my God, that'd be horrible. No, I, I, I don't think t- I'd go. I'd I be, always, I always take, I always tie my shoes uh, probably tighter than what I should. I just like tight shoes. Yeah. I think, and, come, know, I think that comes from just playing sports. I always wanted my shoes tight yeah. and I never fell off. Yeah, that's true. It's not like you run that fast. Come on. Well, not anymore. Yeah. But, you know, so those are, that's kind of the gear guys that we have from top to bottom. You know, we can do a, a quick recap of it. Basically, you know, your boots, a couple pairs of socks, your gloves, you know, and then whatever gear you're going to wear out there. And then, I like to bring an extra, you know, an extra sweatshirt or something like that, just in case the weather changes on you. Yep. Never know. And you can't forget, we always take our hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our Ball hats. Cap. Ball cap. You know, and actually I wear a Carhartt <laughs> uh, orange uh, hat on my head. Stocking yeah. hat. Uh, that's and what I like. Nice and warm. We'll be getting an orange pair of these, so that way you guys can wear them out in the field and your head will be – Nice and orange. Yes. For everyone um, to see. You know, to move on now, you know, so that's kind of what we take to the field. Now, what do we take into the field? Yeah. Uh, so it's a little bit different. So uh, we're just going to give a quick round off here because we're going to do some extra podcasts on a little bit more depth in some of these. Yep. But, um, you know, I, I'll just start off real quick. Guns, uh, we're not going to go into any depth on these because Tyler and I are going to do a podcast on this later. Yep. But I can speak for both Tyler and I. We take our SX4, which is a 20-gauge. I take my Browning Maxis along. And yep. uh, Tyler also takes his Breda A400. Yeah. Um, so that's where we'll leave that. We take those you guns guys might there. ask why we take two guns. You never know if you fall in the water or you – put your barrel into the ground it gets covered in dirt or your gun just for some reason doesn't work yep it's always important to have that second gun with you even when i even when i go out by myself uh in the mornings i take both my guns yep always take both my guns yeah i'm not i don't know if i've ever not taken two guns with me yeah it's just it's a sense of security you know you hope you never have to use it because you never want your gun to you spend enough money on your guns you don't want them to malfunction but yep you know, you never know if something might happen. Or, you know, if you forget to pack out the night before and don't bring a box of shells with you, you know, you always got that second gun. Yep. Done that before. Yeah. Or you haven't loaded it. I've done that before, too. <laughs> right when a rooster gets up, oh, gun is not loaded. Uh, That's the main thing too. before you get out to the field. Don't rush your hunting buddy. Tell him that he needs to hurry up. To make sure and make sure your damn gun's loaded. <laughs> I have uh, I've done that before, guys. <laughs> Rush Tyler didn't load my gun. Bird right up, nice thirty yard shot. Nothing in the gun. Click. Oh, that still cracks me up every time I think about it. <laughs> I was I was ready to go home after yep. that. <laughs> Packs up all the day. Yep. And then you know, uh, 
and we'll just go over this like again because we're gonna do podcasts on several of these things. But shells, uh, I know we had podcasts earlier, but I like shooting the Browning uh, BXDs, uh, and then I always take an extra steel shot shell. Yep. Um, a lot of these places that you go hunting on public, they actually don't want lead shot. They want steel shot because there's a lot of waterfall around, especially yeah. in South Dakota. So yep. if you're in South Dakota, you better have steel shot because, uh, you know, it's going to be required on most of the ground out there. I would say yeah. that you've been on. And I, I, I don't mind the steel shot. I, no. it, it has worked for me and, you know, and like Nick said, it's just important to have. And there's a lot of good options for steel shot. I know some guys are kind of... Steel shot is cheap, guys. Cheap. Yeah. I'm talking. I'm talking box twenty five or ten bucks. You can get yeah. Winchester steel shot. Um, I'm trying to think what we uh, what we were using. We took a picture. Uh, we had the Fiatchi. Yep. The steel Max, I believe it is. Yep. Um, I don't remember what great. the price is. I bought a ton of boxes because it was like a deal when I when yeah, I. They're like nine ninety nine. I think when we got those. They're yeah. really cheap. And I mean, they've knocked birds down at forty yards, fifty yards. So. Yep. I yep. mean, it, they worked just fine yeah and then you know when i get to field depending i i normally don't do this i've only done it occasionally but i'll also wear uh maybe a pair of sunglasses but i usually just yeah. like to keep my my bill of my hat down lower if i have to yeah um, i don't like anything on my face to cloud my view although for protection it is the right idea to wear yeah. maybe a good pair of clear goggles or something like that so yeah um if you guys feel safer with doing that by all means please get a good pair of uh, yeah. clear goggles and wear those out to the field. Yeah. I know a lot of guys, they do like shooting, got shooting glasses. Yep. I, I need like last year when we went out that one time, I tried them. I just, it's just uncomfortable for me to wear glasses. Yeah. On. You know, and I, I think it's probably something I don't have glasses or contacts. So I'm yeah. not used to anything really sitting on my face. I honestly don't even really like wearing sunglasses. No, honest. I've, I rarely wear any and, it's hard for me with, like, if you're wearing a ball cap, to me, you almost have to have, like, a flat bill to yep. be able to wear your sunglasses, you know. Um, and I like my – I kind of have my bill a little tighter to my head. So if I wear one, I got to wear it, like, you know, up. And I don't know. Sunglasses just aren't – they just aren't comfortable for me. I've never enjoyed them. But I know a lot of people think, you know, it's it's a good thing to have. If, if it's an option for you, I'd definitely – pack them in yeah, there i mean they're definitely they're definitely uh, some safety uh bonuses yeah. to go with them so yeah. i would i would look into those you know if, if you're worried about your eyes or anything like that or some debris coming back in your face by all means you know i'd wear them yeah definitely and you know you one other big thing is you can't forget about your dog gear your dog's obviously coming with you yep make sure you know your collars, if your dog wears a collar, some guys might not have collars. We both run um, an e-collar system on our dogs. Make sure that's charged up the night before. Make yep. sure that – I always throw my, mine in my tote um, if I don't put it on the dog before we leave. Um, the night before, I always put it <clears throat> in my tote to make sure that I know, like, it's there. Um, yeah, and don't be like me. Uh, this past year going to South Dakota, I had a bowl of diesels, food, and gear in a bag by the door, and I walked right by it, and we were two hours away from home, and we had to turn back. Yep. <laughs> so a six-hour trip turned into an eight-hour trip, and I was not the happiest of campers. Yeah, it happens. 
you know, and if, if you're a checklist person, you know, put a checklist down of, you know, the gear that you're going to take out there and cross off that checklist. I know this year when we do our hunt trip, um, I'm definitely going to do checklist before we take off. Because I forgot shit. And, you know, I, we had that hunt, uh, that late season hunt and I forgot the freaking dog collars. Oh yeah. You know, and we were late to the hunt. We had a scheduled, uh, a guide that day. We were late you know, and that's, that's why that checklist, that's why you make sure everything's ready the night before. Um, otherwise still had a great hunt. Still got 17 birds. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. It was a good that hunt. Was a fun day. Nice day. Nice, fresh snow. It actually snowed when we were out there. Yeah, it did. Just make it, made it a good time. But you know, and you know, another thing, and uh, we're also going to do a podcast on this as well for our dog loadouts, but don't forget, you know, this is something that we've been lacking in and we really need to get better at it. And we're going to do it this year. Um, dog first aid kits, even a first yeah. aid kit for ourselves. I mean, yep. I can't tell you how many times last year I sprained my ankle out in the field trying <laughs> to chase down a damn rooster. And man, you know, a little Tylenol went a long way when yeah. I did that. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like Nick said, we're going to do a podcast. So this, this podcast is mainly to cover what we personally take out to the field. Yep. The next, uh, we're going to do another podcast that's just going to specifically talk about dog stuff. And then we're going to do another one that's going to talk mainly about guns and ammo. Um, Those are the ones coming up. But yeah, the dog first aid kit and our first aid kit, man, you know, and especially a water bottle. Holy crap. Having water and staying hydrated you don't think about it you know especially when it's cold out you're like i'm not really sweating but you know you're put on four miles and if you're not drinking any water yeah i mean it's evaporating on your body so you're dehydrating no matter what yeah so it's super important that you guys you know bring out some type of i don't i probably won't bring something this big it's pretty it's pretty heavy i don't want it weighing me way down they have those nice i think the brand's nalgene or something n-a-l-g-e-n-e Nice thirty-two ounce clear plastic bottles, you know. Isn't that what's okay, called? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know isn't I've that one? Seen it. Isn't that the brand? Sure. Am I just making <laughs> shit up? I think you're making shit up. I don't know what the hell. I don't know. Well, it's, it's a thirty-two ounce clear plastic bottle. Nice lightweight. Is it, BP, is it? I don't know. Is it BPA free? Well, if it has a sticker <laughs> on it, it would be. I'll freaking they'll go buy one. Tell me and then uh, another thing, guys, that we cannot forget to the field, and I got this last year from my wife for my birthday, is a knife. This mm-hmm. is this is a buck, it's called. That's the brand name of it, but it is a smaller knife, as you can see. It's not very not very big compared to my yeah, hand. I, nice do not, I do not have big hands. This baby slices up those birds like nobody's business. It yep. is super nice. It is super light. Easy to carry on your side. This goes right through your belt. Boom. It's in there. Um, super nice. Uh, super, super good uh, knife. And I uh, just had it sharpened. So it's ready to yeah. go. It's ready to go for season ready. Nice. Yeah, I got a I got a buck knife as well. And because if – I don't know who else did the Pheasant Forever membership, but last year they gave away that browning and – I think it was browning. Yeah, browning knife. And Yep. That thing is sharp. Holy yep. shit. So I I'll be, I, have, I have one of those as well. Yeah, I'm going to be throwing – I'm just going to put that one in my uh, tote so that way if I forget 
my other knife, I always have that one yep. in there. It's a very nice knife. And then, you know, just a couple more things, guys. Uh, you know, obviously bring a cooler with food, water. Yep. Uh, you don't know how long you're going to be out there. Um, and then obviously when you get birds, you know, we need to clean them properly. Um, and you need to keep, uh, usually keep the wing, uh, with the bird. Um, especially when you're traveling out in South Dakota, you're only allowed 15, uh, per two guys. So, um, you know, those are things to look out for. And then, um, one of the biggest things is I always carry my cell phone on me. Um, you never know, uh, there could be an accident out in the middle of the field. Uh, something like that. It's, it's the only thing I take it for, maybe a photo op of, uh, yeah. you know, getting a bird. Yeah. And I always put mine in a zippered pocket um, or like a Velcroed pocket, just the event, you know, if you fall or something, it doesn't slip out of your pocket or whatnot. Yep. Um, but like Nick said, it's, that is probably for emergency purposes, there's no better tool to have than that. You can have a first aid kit, but if no one can get to you and you're just stuck out there, you know, yeah. it's, you can, and the nice thing about these cell phones now I, with like iPhone, you can like drop a pin where you're at and send it to someone and they, they can bring, get exactly to where you are, you know, yeah, as, as, you know as long as you have service, that's, that's, the yeah, that's, thing, that's you know, a scary but, part. Uh, um, you know, by all means, uh, you know, always try to hunt with a buddy. I think it's yeah. best if you can hunt with a buddy and, Obviously, Tyler and I do that quite frequently, but always I always take my phone just in case something yeah. happens. Uh, some accidents can happen, and we try to steer clear of those. Yes, so. exactly. So, but guys, I I think that covers it for our loadout. You know, if you guys are liking our channel, um, want to support us, definitely hit that subscribe button. Uh, drop comments if you guys have questions. Send us some emails. Check us out, uh, ringnextandretrievers.com. Yeah, ringnecks and retrievers.wordpress.com for our website. Yep. We're on Instagram and Facebook as ringnecks and retrievers. And our podcast is Flushem and Dustem for your different podcasting sites. So we're on iTunes, Spotify, a um, couple different hosts. So go check those out, subscribe to them. Obviously, your guys' support helps us keep doing this. Um, and you know, you guys giving us answers to questions that we ask, we bring those into our podcast and, you know, gives us a lot of good knowledge to give you guys. Yes, it does. Hey, we thank you so much for the following. Uh, we're going to keep doing our best. Let us know if you have any suggestions. And yep. in the meantime, as always, guys, flush them and, and dust them. Have a Later. good one. See ya.